Welcome to Let's Talk. Where ordinary people are doing extraordinary things. We are live and interactive. With education. Spoken word. And tonight is Tuesday night, 8 p.m., same place every week, Poetry Corner. We are episode 11. And excuse me, I I forgot the theme of tonight's poet, poetry, um, but I'm quite sure these two poets and the other brothers that may join in will definitely um, let us know what the theme is. What's up, fellas? What's going on? Power of Poetry, Pop Life. How you doing? Good evening. Just Jay, you can unmute your mic. Just Jay, your mic is your mic is muted. Oh, I'll say what's up, Q. <laughs> All right, we're gonna start it off real nice. Good evening. I believe the uh, subject matter for tonight was the power of poetry, uh, and for me. Uh, the greatest power of poetry is to transport you through time and let you feel what somebody else feel at that time, no matter how long ago it was. So tonight I'm going to travel back to the 30s. The name of this piece is Willie T and the Young Tender. But I got to add a little something to get into the role. You know what I'm saying? Let me chop that out. Like All right. Now, here we go. Here we go. Willie T and the Young Tender. Now, I first want to say, I love you too, sweet thing. And because I cares for you, I need to explain something to you. See, now, this thing called loving, well, it got degrees and levels to it. Let me explain about a woman I was loved before, a good woman. Love her since she was in pigtails and barrettes till she grown. 
See, we's friends and we's lovers, right? I woke up in mornings to work in the fields while she take care of other people's kids for a little bit of money. I gives her all my earnings. We try to make a happy home, but I ain't really happy because the Lord gave me a gift to sing and rhyme. And you know how I really do. And if you're blessed with this here talent, well, you ain't complete unless you performing. And I ain't mean to hurt her, but I was turned cold. So she starts crying for no reason at night. And she knew she weren't enough. And when she's tired of all the heartache, I give her she up and, and got a sick slicker. But I ain't blame her because ain't no gal need to be treated that way. Because we's friends. We's lovers, right? Okay, now. So Willie just sat down with all that hurt and wrote a little tune called I Loves a Woman. Better than any of those tired old songs I was singing on the Chitlin circuit before. And well, you know the rest. All the fame Willie T can handle. Still an old man like the sweetness and the smile of a young tender. And you like the wisdom and the charm that Willie provide. See, I ain't no young Hucklebuck ask you whose is it because I already know. I, I make loves beyond flesh. A late night melody beyond the sounds of me plucking on strings. Hmm. And you knew it the first time you saw me at the show. I made your body call for me, and I know you heard it because you're laying by me right now. Mm -hmm. But darling, no, nah, Willie can't be your man. Having you chasing ghosts of my past loves when you ain't even lived your life yet. Nah, let me be that lovely poem that slips from your mind from time to time. Let me be that sweet uh, piece of penny candy that fade in your mouth. I love you, young tender. Girl, you put the wink in my eye, but I ain't going to steal your life. Nah, sugar. Now go on over there and fetch me my guitar. Let me play you a song. Let me sing of affection. Let me make a memory of love to hold close to your heart. And you go on and live your life in full bloom. That is, till Willie come back in town. Thank you. Okay, bro. <laughs> He's setting the stage up high. That's <laughs> that Willie. <laughs> Willie. <laughs> hey, Just Jay, unmute your mic. Yeah, that part. <laughs> I, uh, I have pieces that I have done uh, that I'm going to do tonight. They're uh, all about women. Um, as far as the pop, uh, pop thing of, uh, poetry, uh, poetry is just inspiration, man. Um, even when you're not doing poetry, it can help you to be inspired towards something else because your mind is in a, in a different, uh, uh set. Uh, it's constantly reaching and, and so on and so forth. It's almost like brainstorming by yourself. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and I'll go into this piece by this uh, young lady. Is love truly real for everyone or forever? Is it plausible to say love is even possible? Or is it a mass hysterical delusion shared by the masses? A magnificent trick with all the smoke and mirrors, a slide of the hand poof of magic to be done or undone at whim. 
or is love instead of delusion? A self-induced hallucination we convince ourselves is real. So we don't have to deal with the reality of our own flaws and shortcomings. Or is love like the lottery? And it's disposable like a quick scratch off where we gamble it all for the Powerball. The scratch winners grasp onto the minuscule winnings, but they dissolve by dawn. But yet, we keep playing the game. What do you think love is? For me, love is all these things. Love is, has been my life's greatest disappointment. The magic trick where you see the smoke in the mirrors and you still fall for it. It's a hallucination you can't wake from, especially when it's your nightmare in your real life. Love can be just one number off in peace. Okay, bro. That was nice. Definitely. Mojave. Mojave, I'll meet your mic. I'm here. I'm here. Just doing a little bit of uh, running around, get myself ready. Give me one second to click right back on in a second, which I'm here. What's happening, brethren? What's popping? What's going on? What's happening? We're talking about the power of poetry. Am I correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How you been uh, doing, brother? Busy. <laughs> um, busy. Um, pulling double duty. Stopping by for the good brothers over here before I start my own. Um, but um, poetry, I'll say this. Poetry saves lives, saves hearts, saves minds, saves souls, saves, period. Um, poetry expands, expounds, explodes, um, absolutely controls some people's existence like mine. Uh, poetry um, is the beginning of many people's points and many people end their points on poetry because they become who they are because of the words that they speak. Poetry is also being able to speak things into existence. It's able to uncover and unfettered hearts, cover hearts and minds, and allows one to freely release their souls into someone's ear, inscribe on the eardrum all the rhythm that they needed to hear that will continue them moving. Um, the power that it has for me is that it's my breath, it's who I am. So I wrote this piece. So in every war, right, mostly in every war, not recently, but mostly wars, um, they kill the elders, the scholars, the poets. So if this was to happen, this is what I would say. When they come for me, do not cry out tears and whimpers, yell or scream, sonic interception, cry out for all the things I could not say or would not because it kept hearts and ego safe. I'm sorry. Push out sorrow from your gut and remember the hunger I had for art. The vision that no one could see until they met it with fate acted out on stages, no longer trapped by the blue line of pages, sentenced to the deal of illiteracy or unwillingness to set free or experience your creative me. Tell them 
Tell them that music was a river and I swam and even though denied every instrument save my voice, I tried to bid a black bard and make him sing. That I fashioned with passion all that was bequeathed to me. That I ran in the shadow of my forebears until I could shine on my own. Tell them that I tried to be bright, but carried darkness like bangs beneath my eyes that often tainted my vision. Tell them that all my failures were tries that did not win, but I was never afraid to lose. Just afraid of the pitch black that it put me in. Tell them that I loved as hard as I could, but emotions always got the best of me, and the best of me was wasted on relations that would never be. Tell them that the things I wanted to know of my father and his father and how his father kept quiet the pain, though the real men suffer in silence, that manhood is a melody that few will ever hear. Tell them that my grandfather lived through wars and Jim Crow, that he settled on the island, raised a family, and he was a pillar. Yes, he was a pillar of not just my blood, but community, churches, the square and compass, yet the bottle spoke sweetly to his soul. And that the spirits came for the good deacon, sometimes for months at a time. And I forgive that. I worry my own lot. And people wonder why I won't toss more than a few back. Tell them that my mother loved me that she named me and I honor her by keeping the first name she ever gave, that she will always be greater than she knows, that loneliness is not her lot, that she should enjoy the bright warmth of children, great and grand, that their love too is golden and more precious than breath. Tell them that my breath was my three, that each reflect me and they have kept me alive, stopping from making permanent solution for a temporary problem. Tell them that my hands are the work of those who have come and those who belong to fashion a life that they dream loud and can hear the music and will dance them to their destiny. Tell them that my destiny was this dance with words, that the hunger it brings, how it clings, covering me like a mist, my name, the anxious trepidation, the suffering, nervous, and yet being fulfilled by the pursuit, that it was a love I would have, a love that I would know, and a love that I would never let go. When they come to realize that I will not let them take me alive, and every whisper, breath of every word is revolution, a protest and a rebirth, that they became my skin, my shield, my sword, that tongue can slice deeper than knives, that incantations of inner expression can plot, pummel and plunder, the tongue pushing you underwater to drown in your own self-doubt or lack of self-esteem, but this steam, my spit, linked to this vision of how I saw you and the world around me and found it beautiful. Tell them that I found the world more beautiful because of you and the words that are in it. Okay, brother. Nice piece, Mohawk. Thank you. It's going down tonight, I see that. The Power of Poetry, Pop Life. This is a piece I titled Music and Me. Sing a song, melody, you are all that I need. Your voices through harmonies make life easy to see. When I'm in tune with the sound you display in the air, I move my body like I'm rocking at parties, hands in the air. With or without a partner, I'm chilling, feeling the vibes. God knows that I'm alive because I struggled and survived. The sequence that I see frequent, I keep secret. I was raised to be decent at the time, hold on to reasons. My voice carries a tone that filter inside a listener. Words can't express enough, thought feel like a prisoner. Trapped in the tracks of sound waves and rhythms, emotions on the shoulders and sleeves, the Lord lift them. When I enter science, my appliances of a tyrant witness my defiance when I join a new alliance. My people is dropping gems, hearing all that is sincere. Damn right I appear close and near, never to fear. 
bear witness to an Atterbury king from a southern land, surrounded by marsh sand, building with sons of man. Some only get a glance of the real and just be talking. But frankly, when I'm speaking, conversations be important. Play course on the T, who be free on lost days. The God be on his way, you see me post about the bay. Rise above the bullshit displayed by the mannequins. My pen is a lightsaber, defeating the Anakins. Possessed by the dark side, pull poems out my archive. They better run and hide, because any moment is do or die, King. All right, now. <laughs> Thank Sweet. you, brother. All right. Uh, <laughs> I'm going with a piece called Love Purgatory. Love Purgatory. If heaven hath not you in the afterworld of our love, I will await in the shadows and light. As the moon is replaced a thousand times over, I will rise. I will fall as the oceans of the world become ice and thaw into rivers. I will hover. I will soar. Let my next world be purgatory. I would rather reside there somewhere between paradise and hell. Let the tally of my blessings and my sins be measured. I am content. I am patient. Because if heaven hath not you in the afterworld of our love, I will await in the shadows and light. Thank you. Right. The voice crazy. <laughs> uh, the second piece by this young lady, uh, I get the names at the end. I write this letter for I miss you, but I have never seen you, but you are my dearest poetry. Give me something new, telescope my words, feel them. I love you because you breathe within my stanzas. Your every word means something. You make my pen double as a paintbrush, now let me paint your ears a masterpiece. I don't need Google or Chrome. My words are only but what I know. And what I know is you. Your kiss brings my life to new heights. But there is only one thing. From you, I can't get clean. I scratch desperately for your inspiration. I can't drop this addiction. Why did my heart not warn me of this prediction? Now daily I'm in need of a prescription. Your words like the sky get me high. Take me away from these lies of my mind's own making, what you are not. But you straighten my crown. I long to be your king. Do I walk away or do I settle for being her prince, her frog, her hidden story? She is forever locked in her vault and her vault conceals her secrets. Her secret, that is me. Do you recognize this story? You should. You, the listener, are the main character. See, I write you my stories, I give you my truth, hide my words inside your heart and demand that you pour them out. My therapy, my sanity, 
She understands me. And she is poetry. In peace. Very nice, brother. Very nice. Thank you, brother. All right. I guess it's back on me. Uh, okay. Sure. <laughs> um, I'm I'm kind of torn. I don't want to do any erotic pieces because I don't want to set nobody off or do something crazy. Although I have this really nice piece I just wrote, but uh, Mojave, well, go ahead. If it's I, that piece from the other day, you're going to jail. I'm, I'm I'm not I'm not going to jail. I'm never going to jail. Let me stop. Okay. Um, no, uh, I'll dedicate this. This is not a erotic piece, but we're going to rock with it. She is a cold gospel. Melody unchecked. Key and D, marching 444, it's a trap symphony. Hip-hop, hooray, and hallelujah is her pip scripture. It's the velvet black Jesus with the tears in the picture. No sun, but she chooses shadow, figuring out how to make it follow her. Sexy sauntering, male eyes teeter-totter like seesaws. And I saw how she can cut through bilingual, move atoms in conversation, hustle blocks of mind with intelligence as a drug. And I get high when we speak. Alchemy, ominescent. We stare in eye whispers. Our glare is illuminated. Hands graze forearm. The touch becomes electric. Exhaled of nerves, she speaks. I couldn't even remember what she said. Only that the atmosphere felt staticky. Had time stood still, moonlight shining off the rouge of her lips. And I told her, you're highly intelligent. You're witty. You have a dope sense of humor. You're creative. You have an artistic spirit. All these characteristics are magnified by your soul. I said, my melanin majesty, my full lip dynasty, your curvy geography, your hallelujah hypocrisy, your tantalizing thighs, your legend legs and fantastic feet walk all day in my mind. It is a crime how you sway to my eyes dismay, swearing I'm going to get you one day. I'm wanting you in every way. Don't play, or at least play with me. But the closest thing we have to God on earth, they are the very blessing that draws light to this earth, the gateway of worth, because without them, we are nothing. You can't tell what is better than an intelligent, kind, creative, beautiful, amazing black woman. What is greater than a black woman that leaves you, that loves you and only you? She is the universe and all the creation can be found in her eyes and her smile. Poem. All right, brother. <clears throat> this is a piece called Straight Out the Jungle. I'm a lion king, not a lion king with a lion queen. Although I have a lion queen manifesting many things. Inside of many dreams, things aren't what they really seem. No enactment of a movie scene on TV screens. Observation on point, checking out the broadcast. There's nobody trying to laugh, same time you gotta laugh. While walking down a narrow path, not meant for you. Change your game or your name so the outcome is true. What is it out the blue? Wave of thoughts or disconnect? Disregard special effects that never right but left. Inside the paragraphs of words placed in lines. Don't mind the sound chimes, I just keep shit off my mind. I said I'm a lion king, not a lion king, with a lion queen. Although I have a lion queen, I don't have a lion 
queen king i'm always over here with the good answer good answer <laughs> um Again, I'm going to go back in time, go back to about uh, about the 40s, 1940s. The title of this, of this piece is called uh, Norma Ray. As far back as she could remember, she loved him. It must have been right after the war that they met at the Jack and Jill formal dance in the concert hall over on Parker Avenue, where all the most affluent blacks would gather for their debutante uh, balls and social calls. Her and her sisters clad in glamorous dresses, wearing mama's furs and their hair pressed long, faux diamond chokers on delicate necks resting above cleavage, hiding beating hearts as fast as hummingbirds. They were as pretty as white lilies in Virginia fields, and in time, they would all marry soldiers. Then she laid eyes on him. He was as fine as Billy Eckstein, standing straight in his moss-colored uniform striped on shoulders, honey brown skin and a crooked grin, and a voice deep and resounding like thunder in the distance. His speech was not delicate, but courteous, and his breath swelled sweet and dark like plantation molasses. Now, Norma heard about those Alabama boys. They had a reputation of loving on a woman hard and the thickness in her thighs and hips made him handsy. Yet still, he treated her kindly, and with those shiny shoes and his shiny car and those shiny eyes, a star fell and a spell was cast. So she slightly titted her head for the kiss of corn liquor, fresh on wet lips as Sam Cooke sang on the radio. As a husband, he provided, but it came at a cost. For men in those days, in times of uh, struggle, had ideas about what's going to be and what ain't going to be, abusing the only thing that they could control, abusing those that they loved the most, letting the sting of his backhand crash down like seas on rocks, leaving salt and foam to taste, staggering home late from whiskey journeys with a little bit of uh, money kept in the cigarette box of his socks because these be looking for wallets. He would come in craving sweets, so Norma Ray would find Katie did tin cans empty but fragrant with the aroma of chocolate and caramel. He would come in craving sweets and welcome the taste of flesh under her house coat. And after love making fall to rest with the record player playing low, sometimes with the needle repeatedly skipping beats, Norma could never vilify him nor leave. She just couldn't abandon him. At times he was loving. As a father, well, each child tells his own tale. He never beat them well, only the boy as his father did him. They all minded their manners, being too scared to displease. Children seem to behave when they confuse pain with discipline. Now all the rooms are empty, old uh, trophies and grade school photographs among the dust. They grow in the midst of all this, and they don't call now. Just like his money, he might have gambled them away. He ain't hardly go to church, said he ain't like church folks judging on him. He wanted to be free, say the last time he felt like that when he was fighting overseas. So he fought wars at home, expressing love with the enemy he could never conquer. Leaving the family to be 
comfortable in misery and joy, all the way from a young Sam Cooke to a late Marvin Gaye, this love a long, slow drag of good and bad times. She wondered if she if he found uh, that newly found freedom in death. See, women like Norma Ray ain't ever going to give up on you, even when perhaps they should. Enabling is the mother of sin, but she could never vilify him. For as far back as she could remember, she loved him. Thank you. That's insane. Hey, brother. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> this last piece of video by another young lady. I'm looking at you. I mean, really, truly, I'm looking at you. I finally see on the outside that light that is on the inside of you, the inner beauty that would really poke its head out and then quickly scurry back in. Now your eyes are wide open to the possibility of you just being you. I knew you didn't have the heart for it, and that's not more than you should be asked for. Your confidence is reassuring and alluring. Bad relationships had almost beaten the light out of you, the love out of you. So where you are today is truly an amazing feat. I esteem your attention to details, to keep the detailed maintenance of the puzzles, of the puzzle pieces. I'm thankful to have you by my side. Good people are in short supply for many reasons, but I don't know why. I'm truly blessed because you are the best. In peace. That's nice. Definitely. All right. Um, I'll do this one piece, and that'll be my final piece for the evening. Because you know, gotta go. Um, thank you for having me. Thank you for holding the space. Thank no you, for, thank you, King. Right. Representing. You already know. <laughs> Representing. All right. Gravity. The gravity is drawing me down. The essence within your presence is thickness. Feels best in exchange, so I will keep it plain as I dive into your horny. I feel the death about to take me. Your moans, my grunt and groan, your field waiting for my seeds to be sown. The sounds of our industry, it's like applause. Becoming rebels without a pause, our cause is easy because our pleasure is our measure. And I give you this love because you are mine. Mine to hold and keep, mine to make messy to your need. Leave you with the remnants of this sweet. I think of how I weigh on top of you. If I feel good to you, if you feel my arms envelop you, I think about my weight if I am crushing you. The piston of my hips pushing into your sweet mightily and slow where I can see your natural juices coat each stroke slick. My vice grip of the bend of your legs fitting into your juicy round with my peg and I like it when you bite your arm that you use to cover your mouth to prevent your moans and screams from getting out your teeth imprinted on your skin, its bite marks for the wind. Then I lean in, 
one leg to rest upon my shoulder. My reasons are colder than to feel the thickness of me. Not long, but thick is my mac. Your nails are raking my back, drawing blood in each thrust while you are in this moment. Hearing the grunt as you request for a harder hump, the squirt moisturizing each pump. And I think I'm about to dump the full contents of my well into you. While the need to come swells, you can tell the weight of me holding you steady as I plunge back and forth until you're ready. Your breath, a change agent, our connection while we come into sections. How you hold me, the sacred universe becoming and coming into being. This is our thing. Home. Thank you. Mojave, thanks for joining us tonight. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you. Down, brother. Just Jay, why you always shaking your head, bro? Why you always shaking your head, bro? I just you know that know. was a shake your head worthy piece, man. Don't 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 start. <laughs> I was, no, listen, I was being pedestrian, brother. Pedestrian. Just That's walking. pedestrian. I walked it up. I walked it up. <laughs> I walked it. I'm gonna keep my eye on you then, Mojave, to see how you walk. <sighs> well, just for the record, OPP, 9 p.m. Blog Talk Radio. Uh, yes, sir. Like I mean, I mean, I mean, Mojave, Mojave, you, you say it too fast. You got to let the people hear what you're saying, brother. Okay. I'll say it very slow. Very. Here, my, here on Epiphany Radio Universe at 9 p.m., we will be having OPP, which stands for Other People's Poetry. Please bring a piece of your favorite poet and read it upon us online. You can read any poet that you feel, you feel good about. You want to read for you, read for your friend. Be for everybody, but just be. But we'll be on that number, which is 319-527-6300, plus one to be heard. Uh, we'll be doing some amazing things. Everybody in the picnic is emulating somebody else. I become Jim Rob, J. Rob becomes me. Van becomes Mr. Metaphoria, Mr. Metaphoria comes in. Murder becomes VIP. La Perla Nay becomes essentially Shawnee's. It's a lot of switching going on. So, if you want to check it out, make sure you call us at 9 p.m. The number is 319-527, actually, 930, uh, 319-527-6300, press 1, check it out, OPP, radio show, host Mojave, the radio universe, and I'm out. All right. Take Good care, Mojave. Thank you. All right, well, there's a ice cream truck. Uh, <laughs> behind me making noise, so hopefully you can't hear that. Um, I'll just go ahead and share uh, one of the pieces. Um, I'm a United Nations award-winning uh, poet, you know, thank God. And um, this is one of the pieces that, that helped me win that prize. It's called Testimony. True story. I was a teenage father then with little money. My wife and I saved our lunch so that our son could eat. And we went without a meal that day. As night approached, we had hoped that he would sleep until morning. And with every twist and turn he made, my anxiety rose and fell. But as toddlers do, he rose hungry, rubbing circles upon his belly he was trying to be a big boy trying to control his desperation that i saw in his eyes i nodded to my wife 
and we gathered change from everywhere, anywhere, between cushions and under couches, closets, desk, and cabinet drawers, and I was off to shop with newly found pocket change, enough for some instant noodles, Kool-Aid, bread, and peanut butter. Even as I counted out the change, and the people in line smirked and commented, the cashier, and I knew that I didn't have enough, my eyes swelled, and I tried to control my desperation. She just smiled and said, well, that's just enough. She bagged my food, and I left. Walking back to our little apartment, I would never forget that feeling. Emotion overcame me, not embarrassment or shame, just thankfulness, just love. I'll do anything for my boy in peace. Thank you. Nice, brother. <laughs> One day I found love. Love has always been searching for me, but I fed it with a long-handled spoon. Love desired me. She admired me. So I held her captive and starved her to death many times, like grapes till love withered on the vine. But I too have been loved, but I was conditional, with expectations as vast as the earth in the midst of the universe. But unfortunately, the conditions were exponential and quite unsimple. A shaky foundation, nothing for certain, always working on something, much or another. You say crap, and I always say butter. I took others for granted, recollected, vivisected. As I recanted, this is a Cantor's resuscitation at the foot of this basement. Whether well, clanging glasses or flaskets, I had horrible floral arrangements. I just couldn't stage it, with more crap than waste could manage, and my pride I brandished like a badge of honor. And from what I saw, all for nothing. No more EF5s because now EF Hutton had to listen. Change some positions, unbreak some busted missions. It's all burning if the kids ain't learning. The stove's hot and the pot is set to pop. Cats be purring, but I'm a man and I ain't running unless I'm at the store to get something. But I'm good and I don't need for nothing. I'm black and not Russian, nothing for nothing. I got to leave something other than unwarranted destruction. But now I'm dancing to another percussion. The power of discussion. Not crushing under the boot or burning bridges down to soup. In peace. Thank you, brothers. That was dope. All right, this piece I titled Adjustment. Open your chakras, welcome to tomorrow. Time is never borrowed. Write your own gospel. Strengthen your limitations, visit a nation of creation. Enjoy a great occasion while fixing situations. Love self-respect, what come next is never complex. Embrace being an architect with poetry after sunset. Evening vibes come alive while your other side turning high. Create a scribe and let it fly to a platform on the rise. Absorb feelings in nature while wearing armor of saviors. Never worry about haters because their energy is glacier. Lost in the vessel that house a soul that is cold. 
and out of control that their mind is sold to a darkness untold. Carrying a sword from legionnaires who shine bright, light up the night with a glow that ignite your inner sight. What visible in front view can be misconstrued and ridiculed, mixed the old and new just presented on cue. Bypass the premises with brilliance and deliverance. My parents carry diligence without any resilience. Appetite for knowledge cross boundaries of discovery. There was nothing like loving the better side of me, King. Thank you, brothers. And that ends a that ends a beautiful night of uh, poetry for the night. Uh, everyone in the chat, give it up for these poets that joined the night. They did a great job. Willie T made his appearance. Um, <laughs> This show, this show was dedicated to Craig Grant. Uh, most of the people may not know his name by Craig Grant, but Craig Grant was Poet Mums. A great poet lost his life about eight, nine days ago. So this show was dedicated to him. He was, a, he was an amazing talent. Uh, he was what they call a, a good actor for his poetry. If you listen to Craig Grant's poetry, his poetry was, was serious. Uh, so tonight's show was dedicated to, in his memory. Uh, King, you brothers got any final thoughts? Yeah, uh, I, I want to thank everybody. Oh, I'm sorry. sorry about that, brother. Go ahead. Um, I want to thank everybody for tonight's um, episode. Definitely rocked the house. And I'm uh, always grateful and appreciative for y'all showing up, brothers, along with the other ones, too. Um, also, the three poets that I read the pieces for, one of them was called, uh, her name is M.K., uh, the other poem was uh, Murder, She Wrote, and the very last poem was Gina Storm. You, you got, it was a Gina Storm sighting? <laughs> In word you got, only. You got, you, got, you, got, you got the storm to write something, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't an incredible man. <laughs> Rumor that, has it she writes all the time. Uh-oh. <laughs> That everybody uh have a blessed night until next Thursday. You guys take care and uh be well. Peace, love, and poetry. Everybody take care.